Welcome into the official Titans, Packers, XFL, Nashville Predators podcast, ABZ Sports. Of course, I'm Trash Ben the Nomad. To my left, we're switching it up at the Iron Bank, Andrew Peterson. To my right, the newly dubbed Death Stare, Zach Younglove. And I the got an <laughs> <laughs> And uh, across from me on the ones and twos doing all the behind the scenes work, the rightful heir to the Nashville Predators head coaching position, Ooh. DJ Savage. <laughs> Coach Savage. As always, what up, boys? What's up, you guys? What's up? Uh, welcome back. We uh, definitely didn't skip a week or anything. No. Nothing interesting happened no, last no, week, all. so what, what's the matter? Just kidding. Everything crazy happened <laughs> last kidding, week, yeah. and we're going to dive right into it. Boys, let's not even what? mess around with the formalities. Let's get right into the games. Yeah, what's better than just cramming in two weeks and uh, in one week, you know? It's I always s- say more cramming, the better. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. I got your back, bro. <laughs> Thanks for dunking that alley. <laughs> Sports references. Uh, we want to start with the Packers or the Titans? I mean, <clears throat> we want to start with the NFC or the AFC? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, let's go NFC. Okay. Right. I like it. Good, because I wrote that down first. So, <laughs> so we got the uh, the Packers at the 49ers, and it's a, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite to the 49ers. Probably which, rightfully so. Yeah, I don't think any of us are surprised by that. I mean, line. after the ass-kicking the Packers took. The Packers have yeah. Understandable. It's fair, and the 49ers have looked good ever since. So the, Yeah, the Packers have not – their two trips into California this year have not turned out super great. Not gone well. <laughs> not super no. great. But if you'll recall, they were favored in at least one of those. And as we know, the Packers as favorites aren't typically – they're like Western. You yeah. can't make them the favorites because then they get complacent. If they mm-hmm. have a chip on their shoulder, well, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll be, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about the game. Oh, yeah. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go into a building and get disrespected like that twice. No. Agreed. Because, I mean, he – not as him. The Packers, they got their ass whooped last time. Yeah, and he didn't look good. LaFleur didn't adjust well, which I think LaFleur's gotten much better at adjusting now. He understands to run the damn ball. Yeah. Or if Devontae Adams is cutting up the top cornerback like he's a junior high fucking reserve – then maybe keep throwing to him, and they did, and he went off. Devonte Adams was beautiful. Yeah, last he week. Yeah. played his dick off that game. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Devonte Adams' dick, but he gave it to it. He, he did eat it, Mike Vrabel. He gave it up for her. <laughs> what a what a what a what a copycat! <laughs> it's a copycat league, you know. Mm, yeah, they they asked Rogers about what he thought about going back to. San Francisco, and he said he was excited because, quote, they had that one good touchdown drive. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was optimistic because they had that one good drive. The, That's awesome. The, the one thing I might be worried about if I was Aaron Rodgers in the Packers is that defense for the 49ers, the front seven, has gotten a little Playing healthier. better than they have all season. Yeah, and they've gotten a little healthier than, that, than they were in the, the, you know, the final weeks of the season there. I would definitely be worried about that pass protection and – yeah, in that, and, and when is Balaga good to go? Not having to worry about. Just gonna say that makes it even worse for the Packers because I know there's a little bit of a flu bug going around the locker room. I know. Around too. Yeah, I know. Last week, uh, Beluga, I don't think played last week, but they said he's gonna play this week. Yeah. But then, 
Bakhtari. Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. He missed a practice or two. Yeah. With I believe the same illness, so that's well, not. Maybe it was just precautionary, and they're trying. Not to ideal. Worst him. case scenario, if the Packers do get down real big, just start sneezing in the other guy's face. Yeah. That yeah. way, the 49ers are sick by the time the Super Bowl rolls around. That's how you beat Nick Bosa. Yeah. You just sneeze in his face <laughs> and get him real sick. Just, I just cough at like a toddler. <laughs> I want them to just sneeze in a collective bowl. And all the linemen put their hands in the bowl, and that's, that's what the they want. Weirdest bukkake I've ever heard of. Hey, <laughs> no one's going to want to touch them, though. <laughs> all right. Under four minutes in, and Zach has made this podcast <laughs> unlistenable by small children. <laughs> Welcome to the real ABC Sports. Yeah, it's all right. uh, but also, they have to stop Kittle. He yeah, had I think six receptions for 129 yards the last time they met and I, a touchdown. I did see that he had been fighting a little soreness in one, in that ankle he'd been having yeah, trouble that, with. He's a monster, man. I think he's going to suit up and go. Just oh, like he definitely you, will. Travis Kelsey was battling injury against the Texans and went I mean, off. if you're yeah. if you're sore at this time of year, you got to play. Yeah, everyone's oh, sore. Yeah. If you're not injured, and I think he would say the same thing. If you're not injured, we're not talking hurt or sore. If you're not injured, you have to play. Yeah, which is good well, for the Packers. And he also benefited from in that middle of the season taking like those three games off to deal with this, so he didn't disrupt it while it was inflamed or whatever the issue is. Which was the right call. Which yeah. is like we said the last podcast didn't hurt him. <laughs> they they didn't have a bye week since week four, so without that first round bye, podcat doing podcat things. Yeah. <laughs> so without that week four, I mean that uh, first seed bye, he would have had to play almost. What was that thirteen straight games? And Fourteen I think straight it was games. A meniscus issue, so it would have been terrible on that. So yeah, I think Kittle is the X factor, as well as protection on Jimmy G to throw to Kittle. Because if the Smith brothers can get home, we've got a chance to blow this game wide open. That is another thing people are talking about. Out of the top pass block win percentages of offensive linemen, I believe the Packers are first. And uh, and I want to say fifth is a guy on the uh, 49ers. Staley? I, mean, I, don't like rem- I don't recall the names. They've got one of the best tackles in the game. It's either their left or right tackle. It's obviously going against one of the Smiths, but yeah. that doesn't but help anything. The, that meme I sent of the Smith brothers mm. and the stepbrothers <laughs> edit was great. <laughs> uh, no, no secret here at ABC Sports. You all know the drill. We're big Packers homers, so we will talk about any and all Packers memes. Who do, you, who do you think – so Kittle's probably like the X factor for the, the 49ers. Who do you see as being – let's take let, let's take uh, Aaron Rodgers out of the conversation, obviously. obviously. Who do you think is the X factor for the Packers? I might have a follow-up question depending on who you, who you decide. I would – I can't answer it in just one person because I'd have to say the offensive line. I feel that. If – because if they're not working, then Rodgers doesn't have time to pass. And Jones, does, and Jones can't too. run. So if, if we can't do anything, it's going to be just like last time they played where Aaron Jones had, I think, 47 yards and Rodgers had like 109. That's 160 yards almost. Not even between. That's a great answer. I don't uh, know. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what I was thinking. The offensive yeah. line and Aaron Jones, if you had to pick one singular player, yeah, then it would, Aaron Jones is my X factor because – Aaron Rodgers, in the playoffs, he's going to do what he has to do. I'll take him any day of the week if it's a one-game season. I would have also probably picked Aaron Jones because I would think it's probably safe to assume, especially if they watched any tape on last week's game, that Devontae Adams is going to have some, some double I coverage. think Richard Sherman's going to be locked on him, and they'll 
roll safety help over because you have to because that man even as good as Richard Sherman is, which let's not kid ourselves, yeah, no, Richard yeah. Sherman's still in the league. He, he is. He he's is older, still. but he's still better than Revis was at. He's not. He's not career. quite like Legion of Boom. No, but, but he, he is he's still a smart enough player yeah. that he can make up for his lack yeah, of athleticism. He is, he is still and extremely he's, good. He's, he's going to need that. every bit of that Stanford education <laughs> that I clearly don't have. Uh, he's going to need every bit of that to correctly defend the master of route running in Devontae Adams. Because the things he did last week, that touchdown run was – I think we're all accessories to murder for watching that. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> holy shit, he ended that dude's will. I, that dude didn't care after the that. He, and why would you? You lost the game to yourself. Oh, yeah, that was that was a real good play. I, I still think, though, even with – like they can bracket him, they can mm-hmm. put a safety over the top. Man, zone. I, I don't think it matters if if he wants it and Aaron puts it where it needs to be. Exactly, Devontae's getting that ball, which yeah. is so nice to have that type of receiver. I think if especially sorry, go ahead. I think if both teams play as perfectly as they both can possibly play, then I still take the Packers. Uh, I was gonna say, especially Ooh. if the offensive line, to your point too, holds up and gives Rodgers the time he needs to put that ball where it needs to go. I think if everyone plays. Perfectly, I think offensive lines determine this game. Yeah. Pass protection determines this game. Slash run protection. Because the 49ers have a great run game. It's by committee. And Do we get Jamal Williams back? Or is he I still out? I don't know. Because if he's back, that would be so good for us. I but we've got that younger Irving guy who's doing say well. say we just signed a – they just took a running back before the last game off the practice squad, and we just took – cornerback off the practice squad a couple days ago. The running back is that Irvin kick because he's returning kicks. Now, I think you're right. Fine. Yeah, he's averaging it, like 19, 20 ever, yards. We were at what? Not Negative that. four before because he started? Because touchbacks or we lost yards. Or, you know, your time at Montgomery and fumble it because you want to make a point that you should be in the game more even though you're only averaging 1.1 yard a carry. But that's none of my business. No, ne- neither here nor there. You know what? It's 2020. New year, new team. Also, crazy little stat about this game is... Fuck Ty Montgomery. Yeah. Sorry, had to get it out. In the last 10 years, the Packers and the 49ers are both tied with the most NFC championship appearances. Hell yeah, go Pat, go. four piece. The only difference between those two franchises is in those 10 years, the 49ers have also had four 10 loss seasons in the past 10 years. They've either been boom or bust. So I think that's yeah, pretty I, interesting. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point to bring up. That's kind of a lost thing about 49ers. They're great now. Don't get me wrong. Kyle Shanahan has turned it on, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a solid game manager quarterback. He doesn't do too much or too little. He shows up when he needs to. He gets out of the way when he is supposed to and gives it to Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, whoever, or just does a little dink and dunk pass to George Hill and lets the man go to work. But – they're, even in the Jim Harbaugh years, they had those two years where they were on top of the world. He had turned Alex Smith's career around, and then he brought Colin Kaepernick onto the scene, and they gazelled into the Super Bowl. And, you know, conspiracy theory, tinfoil ABZ, uh, <laughs> the Ravens won by shutting off the power with Beyonce's performance. But then right after that Super Bowl, I mean, they crashed down. Colin Kaepernick was a bum quarterback right after that season. They Jim Harbaugh was fast. out of the league and in Michigan underwhelming against Ohio State for the last 
five, six, years. six years. You were talking about uh, who are we talking about to see if they were going to play this weekend? I was looking at Jamal Williams. Uh, Williams. Jamal yeah. Williams. I think he's uh, going to play. He's not on their injury report. Yeah. And, that's, uh, that's huge. It it says, he might be my new X Factor if he it plays. It says Balaga was in limited participation on Wednesday, full participation on Thursday today. Good. So. Good. They I won't have – they probably travel tomorrow. So. I Well, I'd like to change my X Factor. Should Jamal Williams suit up and play, he's my X Factor. Yeah, unless he's already – out, yeah, unless he's just traveling with the team. I feel like I would have known that. He'd be on the report, surely. Yeah, it would say he wasn't practice. That's right. So, that's good. Um, it, it should be. I'm, I'm excited for the game, just in general. So, let's get a, uh, obviously, a prediction. And let's let's change it up a little bit. Let's, just, let's go scores. Let's see. Do you all want – or is that a terrible idea? No, I like want? that. <laughs> that um, was the most like, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Um, so, here, I'll let you go first, Andrew. Pick your, pick your winner and pick the score. Packers to win 34-27. Okay. See, now, I'm going to go Packers 24-21. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go Packers as well. No surprises there. Well, this is setting up good for my confidence. I, well, yeah, I'll, I'm going to stick with the Packers because I picked a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. So I'm going I'm to do something I don't yeah, normally I was, do. I'll follow through. <laughs> follow a, through. A, a fun little uh, side note the only person with a viable Super Bowl left is Ben. <laughs> um, we both picked the Ravens to make it and tighten up. We'll get there in a second. And then you pick the Saints to make it. Yeah. I picked the Niners, so I have half a Super Bowl right now. It's amazing. Fun, Just fun, fascinating. Fun story. I almost went Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl at the last second. The, the Saints didn't feel right, so I just made a quick impulse Packers I knew decision. I didn't trust the Saints with the refs. <laughs> well, yeah. this is also what, like, I think this is Bree's fifth or at least this is third six or fourth years time. in a row that this has happened to the Saints getting bounced in one in the one first game. round. That's what I was six in the years. first game. God. Yeah. Well, no, not last year. They played the Vikings in the second. I guess did they have a bye last wild. year. That, it was either they had the bye or it was the wild card. Yeah, that was whenever the uh, Stephon Diggs Minneapolis got that. Miracle. The Minneapolis yeah. Miracle was two years ago. Because that it? yeah, because it's when the oh. Eagles played the Vikings in the yeah. championship and beat the Patriots. That's in the right. Because last year the, the Rams was the Rams. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Rams fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, the year before that. Yeah. So actually, no, that was in the championship game though. So it was the second game. But it's still the sixth year in a row they've been bounced because of a referee or just some crazy shit happening. But I think it was the third year in a row they were bounced in the divisional divisional round of that happening. It's not good. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm surprised Sean Payton didn't murder somebody on the field. I'm surprised the fan didn't. They're fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, no offense to New Orleans, but, you know. I think they take the, it welcomingly. The lawless swamp down there. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, I'm going to go Packers 28-27. They smack the cops on the ass. Yeah, it's lawless. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's a tease. Hell yeah. Sorry, what was, you, what was your pick? <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I, I'm going to go Packers 28-27. I think it's Ooh. a nail-biter, and I think Packers win on either an Aaron Rodgers game-winning drive and Crosby kicks the game-winning extra point, twinkle toes for the win. I'd like that. I would think that would be poetic justice. Or 
the Packers defense makes a goal line stand because the Niners decide to go for two to win it all. My heart likes that a lot less. <laughs> I will have a heart that attack. That would make me have a heart attack, but I think entertainment-wise, that would be fantastic. Oh, man. But either way, I think it's a nail-biter. I think it's a great game, and I think – I don't think it's decided on mistakes. I think it's decided on just who's the better team, which is refreshing for once. Yeah, I agree with that. Plus, you know, I don't hate the 49ers. Both, both teams have played – I don't like them necessarily, but I don't hate them. If they won – it would make it easier to root for someone in the Super Bowl if uh, our next matchup goes the way I quote-unquote don't hope it goes. <laughs> also, a little uh, tidbit of information is, let's see. I don't know if you guys have seen the commercial, but the 49ers, their assistant coach, was the first female coach in the league. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that. And also, Matt LaFleur's little brother, is a coach for the 49ers. Yeah, he's a, the, oh. the passing game coach. He's the passing game coordinator. The insane co- correlations between these two teams throughout the NFL history is wild. Yep. It's always been, like, never, like, animus, but never friendly. It's yeah. just, like, there's so many connections. <laughs> thought that was pretty interesting. So, well, LaFleur is going to the Super Bowl either way. Guess we'll see you losers in Las Vegas, LaFleur. <laughs> kind, of, kind of to that, but they're both, like, you know, kind of storied. Oh, they're two clubs. of the most the so, most storied. Yeah. I would argue the most so, storied. There's obviously like you know just tension in that you know. Well, moving on from the two most storied teams in the league to one super storied team and one personally storied team <laughs> yeah. in uh, the Titans and the Chiefs at Kansas City for the ASC Championship. That is such a good sentence to say. Can I just say that right? I was off gonna the say, bat? It, say it again. <laughs> the Tennessee. Touchdown Titans, led by Touchdown Tannehill and King Henry II. I, I don't know. That. <laughs> yeah. He has two twos in his name and two on his fucking um, Twitter handle, so I think it works. Yeah. Before we get even into this game, let's just take a second to appreciate what Can the Titans have had to do. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. Yeah. Are in the AFC title game. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I thought you said Jesus that. I, I'm like, I, I swear to God, I thought <laughs> oh, you finished Oh, what a that. shocker. Ben was not listening one bit. But anyway, moving on from that. Ash. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. How could I be expected uh, to? Uh. The, the Titans, what the Titans have had to do just to get here, beating the Patriots on the road and then the Ravens on the road, good and stuff. And now they have to beat the Chiefs on the road to beat the top. If they win this, they will have, as the sixth seed, beat the top three seeds. Yeah. insane. I don't know that that has – I mean, I guess the Giants were the sixth seed when they went on their big run in 2007, but did they beat the top seeds? I mean, I know they beat the Packers and then the ones – I knew they beat the one and the two because we were the one and we lost three then because they would have played the three then. Yeah. Damn. Still insane because this is – I guess it's not that different from that Giants team looking back at it. Uh, solid, solid defense. Yeah. More based around the run game than that Giants team was. Definitely. They more had Eli Manning mm. chucking it up and Looking hoping. Himself. But still. I still don't think he had, like, an amazing season. And I think they just, He didn't have an amazing season. I think they season. were lucky to make it under the but playoffs. But that was really that Brandon year. Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw. Brandon Jacobs walked so Derrick Henry could run for big running backs. Yeah. I mean, really, Eddie George sprinted so Derrick Henry could continue sprinting <laughs> and how poetic that it's two Titans. But he also took Derrick Henry under his wing. That's, I think that's been the biggest difference of why Derrick Henry 
looks like he did at Alabama right now. After two years of looking good with promise but never really doing it, last two seasons he has been a murderer <laughs> of any cornerback brave enough to attempt to tackle him. Yeah, he's just been – he's got thighs like the size of like my entire body. And as long as you're <laughs> – yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's just – He's like roughly 19 feet Massive. tall. I think he's like 6'4". 6'4", 225. 225. Maybe heavier. He might be – he's linebacker size essentially. And he, against the Baltimore Ravens, who do not have a bad defense, he averaged 5.9 yards a carry in the first half. If you took the four of us, cloned us each once, the eight of us still couldn't stop Derrick Henry. No. Not or probably most running backs, to be fair, but especially Derrick Henry. Especially him. <laughs> I'm, I have no doubt that you could. I could field a team of 22 people of my size and exact build, <laughs> and all of us could attempt to tackle him at once, and he would get at least 50 yards of carry. I would pay to watch that so <laughs> much. I would pay to all do it. All of us, it. though. I would, yeah. pay, oh, yeah. I would pay to do it. <laughs> I, oh, it would be an honor to be absolutely wrecked you, and with all the odds in our favor. You could fill a full 11-man team of just like us – Against him by himself, and we would still lose. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't need blockers or anything. He could single-handedly stiff-arm through all of us for at least 50 yards of carry. All right, well, I got a good uh, question for you guys. Okay. Out of the last 44 Tennessee Titans scores, oh God. care to wager how, what, how many were touchdowns and how many were field goals? The last 44. Um, you want a percentage or, like, an amount? Just how many touchdowns do you think they've got out of the last 44? Obviously, then the other inverse numbers field goals. So, this is just out of total 44 the last scoring 44 plays. Scoring 37. Plays. Out of I'm 44? Gonna, I'm yeah. going to go with 18. It's higher than Could 18. You say it on the mic, executive producer Dick Savage. Okay. Well, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say 39. They've scored 43. Damn it, I almost, oh, man. Oh, I almost went ridiculous. 43 touchdowns and one field goal. Was we <laughs> have absurdly bad kicking situation. That, that's See, that, that's what I was difference. thinking. Like I, can, I was trying to think. Kickers don't decide in Kansas City. No, never. Mm-hmm. Adding to that, they signed a kicker in week 16. Mm-hmm. He's yet to attempt a field goal. Well, because Derrick Henry keeps running to touchdowns. Yeah. So. Do you think that's like a blue that's mountain a good sign for sort us. of situation? Like the kicker, anytime they get close, like, oh, please, just sweat. like, please score a touchdown. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> well, I mean, how, how terrifying would that be, though? I mean, as a kicker, this is five weeks. God, this poor kid. Yeah, this is he, his fifth, listen, he's a, he is contributing greatly because he's getting touchbacks. Yeah. Which Ryan Suckup could not do. Mm-hmm. This poor kid, it, it's going to be terrible if it comes down to I a, really, oh, don't, it's gonna be why his. would you even plant that in my head, Ben? <laughs> oh, it my God. down to a field goal. Is there not enough anxiety involved in this, <laughs> like this weird voodoo ritual I've got of making sure the Titans don't win, air quotes? It's going to be. Is his, anxiety uh, good content on a podcast? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it makes me louder. <laughs> it's going to be, though, his sixth week playing on the team. And he hasn't. I mean, obviously, he he's got done signed extra, for a reason. Yeah. Extra points. It's, he's done he's extra points, but that. I mean, yeah, but forty. But thirty it's, at least. It's all, I mean, any <laughs> anybody will tell you that's done kicking or knows anything like about football. Kicking's all between the ears. Oh yeah. You can have oh, yeah. all the leg in the world. It's all about what's up here. I agree. Look at Adam Vinatieri, greatest kicker of all time, maybe greatest competitor of all time, and this season because he started missing a bunch, he just. 
whether he was injured or not, I think it, mentally he was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Granted, it took 23 years, but yeah, he got there. Interesting if he comes back next year. But that's a whole that's a different story for another day. Yeah. Um, so now that we've drooled all over the Titans. Yeah. Well, not all over. I still got more drool left. But <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> Ricky's face. Let's uh, let's talk about the Chiefs because they're no uh, no slouches. They're not up and comers. They're, no. Uh, they're defending. I mean, they were here last year. Yeah, that's the thing. They were their home again. Year. They are the first team in the history to be losing twenty-one nothing in the first quarter and be winning at halftime. Yeah, and it's the fourth or fifth largest comeback in postseason history. Twenty-four points. Yeah. First ever twenty-one plus point deficit in Patrick Mahomes' career, which is insane to I, think yeah. about, considering this was his second full year. I feel uh, like that game was insane. Yes. What the fuck were the Texans doing? Well, Bill O'Brien wasn't calling good plays. Well, they were doing the their best Falcons impersonation. Man, they couldn't even get up higher. We all knew the Chiefs were going to come back and make a run. But, man, I thought the Texans might at least keep pace with the run. They scored the touchdown, then they fumbled the kickoff return, and then they went three and out, and then there was another touchdown. Like, it was just – Has there ever been a more dominant first quarter and then a less dominant entire rest of the game? I don't think so. The rest of the game was – It was all pretty, Chiefs. Pretty, yeah, Terrible. pretty pathetic. I mean, the, the touchdown that Watson scored to make it a 17-point deficit in the third or fourth was a great drive, and they needed that, but – after that, they stalled on every other drive, and DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know what happened to him. It was funny. I, I appreciate the announcers trying to make it sound like it was going to be a good game because going into halftime, it was 28-21. It, it should have been a good game and, based on how the second quarter went. And they were saying, hey, if you're the Texans, you know, you got to be happy that you're only down seven. No, no, they were down 28-24 because the deficit oh, was 24-0. Yeah. yeah, so imagine yeah. you're going down. They were down by three touchdowns and a field goal, and they came back. <laughs> So if you think about it that way, going being down only four, three points, that's not bad. Four, th- four yeah. points, but one possession game. You know what? Okay, we didn't play our best quarter. They didn't play their best quarter in the first quarter. We both got a bad quarter out of the way. Now let's make it an interesting game. That's the speech you give at halftime if you're any kind of head yeah, coach. They just didn't. He's do a anything. better GM than a head coach. Did you all see the video of the fan who left after the first quarter? Because of all the of all the Chiefs games he went to, they'd end up losing. Not for the first quarter. Uh, his friends were like well, texting yeah, him, like, you, got, like, you got to go. So he filmed a video. He's like, all right, I'm out, going it, home. It wasn't the games that he's gone to. It's whenever he's watched the game with his friends. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah, 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 single yeah, time yeah. he's watched the Chiefs with his friends, they've well, lost. You know what? It has so, to happen now. So he, he's not allowed to go to the Super Bowl. No. After he bought a After he bought a playoff ticket with a hard-earned money, he got up and left. What a fucking curse. Can't even watch it. Man. That that really breaks my heart, yeah. actually. Because that's what it's always about. When he watched the games with his friends, they would lose. But yeah. can he do it when he watches them by himself? Yeah, home? because he said he watched it on his phone on the way home, and then when he okay, got so home, finished okay, so at least he could, just man. But how long? Imagine throwing a Super Bowl party for one. <laughs> I all around me are familiar. Faces. I think a hundred wings might have been a little overkill. <laughs> I will one hundred percent watch every Packers game for the rest of my life alone. If no, I, I absolutely. <laughs> if that meant, if that's how it worked, if if the Titans fucking win this, and I happen to be watching the Super Bowl alone, sorry guys, we aren't friends for Titans games. So. <laughs> if if just be Pac- you and that sweet, wide up, 
Titans hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all think I'm not wearing that if they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I love that hat so much. Mike Vrabel would cut off his dick to go to the Super Bowl. I will wear that absurd <laughs> Titans hat. For the entirety of a football season you, you owe and the Super Bowl, you will owe if that we go, them. we don't even have to win the fucking thing. I hope we do. But if we don't, I will wear it for every Titans game after that for the next season. I hope we go 0-16 the next season. <laughs> well, back to a good question. Sorry. No, you're good. Back to a good question you have. Who do you guys think is the one playmaker on either side of the ball? I'll let you go first, Ben. Um... For the Chiefs, well, I guess I guess we're gonna take we're probably like saying other than Patrick Mahomes, he seems like the obvious answer. Yeah, we'll say yeah. Besides no, besides the two, okay, we'll say no Henry, Henry or Mahomes. Mahomes. That's fair. For me, it's still. I mean, it's probably uh, Tyree Kill. Uh, it's obvious. Um, if not him, he'll probably be doubled up. And then what's that other? Is it Hardman, the other There's big? Hardman, yeah, McCole, Hardman. McCole Hardman. Yeah. He's so yeah, dangerous. Yeah, if, if, if not, if not uh, Tyree Kill, it's probably, it's probably him. Because, um, like, their run game is pretty, it's pretty soft. The Chiefs don't have a great run game this year. Yeah. Um, so it has to be the receivers. Obviously, I'm taking, like, line out and stuff, too. I'm just looking at pure skill on that end. Yeah, I think we're just going individual players. Yeah, on and I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm just gonna go with Titans. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like I'd like to see AJ Brown get back to having like games like when he was towards the end of the regular season there. Yeah. End of the playoffs. Well, when well Ryan not Kennedy really. So much throwing eleven times in the playoffs yeah, exactly. for yeah, under under, yeah. which is an well, insane just, stat. Yeah, but I mean it's fine. You know, whatever never happened. Whatever's before. working. Obviously, Derrick Henry's got it. He's touched the ball. 34 and 32 he's times. He's averaged at least 30 times. So, yeah, he's got to touch the ball at least 30 times. That didn't leave a whole lot of room for a whole lot of passes. You don't want to leave too much time for yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's pretty – that's just looking at purely skill position, obviously. And, or if not if not A.J. Brown, I would just put it on the, the Titans' D as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just my, like – I hope that got caught. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 I guess, who I – that's, that's yeah. probably who I would put it on. I don't. That I don't. wasn't one specific player. I really no. jumped around a lot there. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, in true nomad <laughs> fashion, uh, <laughs> you wandered around. I'm the nomad for a reason. Um, yeah. I don't disagree with any of that. I, I would definitely agree that Hill is going to be a factor. I think though, Travis Kelsey is who everyone for some reason keeps sleeping on. Wally averages 140 yep. yards a game, and Surely he is scoring double. two. T- they doubled him in the fucking Houston game, and they knew it was going to him, and he scored two touchdowns. Every time. That just, is true. He is, he, he's just good. a monster. Yeah. You've just got to be able to stop him. That So the linebacker's going to not have fun with it, and Kevin Byard's going to have to step up on that side of it. But, which might make you think I'm going with Kevin Byard as the X factor for the Titans. <laughs> Though he will play a very important role, I'm sure, since he'll probably be helping with Travis Kelsey a lot. Logan Ryan of the Titans defense, the veteran, the man who won the game against the Patriots for them, who has continued to just play every position that he is not technically listed at because of injuries, because of leadership needs. He midseason stopped doing his player show with the midday 180, which was a shame because it's one of the best player shows in the nation, because he felt he needed to focus more on the leadership duties in the locker room. And that's right after Tannehill became the quarterback, and we all know what's happened since then. They've gone on one of the most unlikely runs as the you know lowest seed in the most interesting division in all of football and have beat all the top seeds in the playoffs so far 
So I think Logan Ryan for the defense, and then Ryan Tannehill just not doing too much, making the clutch plays to A.J. Brown when he needs to. And then being able to turn around and go, here you go, King Henry. Yeah. You're running 32 times. I don't care if you're averaging two yards a carry. Do you think if you if you ranked conference aside one through twelve the teams in the playoffs? Do you think the Titans would have probably been put at twelve in the top twelve? Yeah, I, no, the Eagles for sure. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Eagles. NFC it probably East. It probably Anybody been, it probably from the NFC been the East would have been the worst. Wait, what? I don't like if you, if just, you like, took conference the twelve. Aside, so you're saying the twelve just, teams yeah, that like made the playoffs? Just, yeah, just take conference. Playoffs. It's like the the power rankings of the playoffs one through twelve. It probably would have been the Eagles. You're probably right there. I forgot about the Eagles. I think if you took the power rankings right now, the Titans are the worst team. I mean, quote yeah, unquote. yeah. I mean, yeah. But no doubt, no doubt. they're also, I think, the best playoff team because they hit the momentum at the perfect. perfect time. They are. They are. They, they were in a must win situation from the last week. Through all of this. And they wrote it on, yeah. And, man, is if that's not a Mike Vrabel sweet spot, I don't know what oh, yeah. is. The man is literally made his career on must-win situations against all odds. I think for my two people, one, it should be on the Chiefs, Damian Williams rushing the ball. But I think I that's an highly, underrated one. Highly doubt. He's going to get goal line carries. That's where he's going to come into play. And the Titans are the best at goal line stands in the league. That They're going to – And fourth down stands. I don't know if they'll have to like run screens or what, but it'll be interesting to see how – You're not going to run it up the middle on the exactly. Titans, essentially. And they don't have a strong enough back to do that. They and don't even have if, a strong enough interior exactly. line on running. So I think, I think they're a run game because I know Pack can still cut up a defense if you put seven back there or eight back there, but – if they can't establish the run game, I know the Titans can get after a quarterback. So I think that'll be well. It's like we talked about though last week on text. Um, the difference in Watson and Mahomes is Mahomes runs around to extend a play to still pass it, as we saw to the mm-hmm. very last split second where he passed still on the line yeah. for a touchdown to Travis Kelsey last week. Yeah, he extends the play to make a play, not so he doesn't. And he can sacked, still yeah. run if he has because he's got good speed. Which blows my mind that Deshaun Watson, not that he's bad at it it just isn't better I think it's just because Mahomes is a pure passer yeah like Mahomes is a true quarterback I think Deshaun is a great quarterback he's very accurate and he his mechanics though you can see it they're a little bit not as fluid I guess as Mahomes they're still great and he's still a great quarterback I'm never not saying that it's almost like it gets in his head that Watson I'm saying that don't throw an interception when he yeah when he does run I don't know if he forgets where his receivers are running, what routes they're doing, or what. But it looks like he's just running around and he's definitely every, a run first before Mahomes is. Yeah. yeah, and every single time he just he doesn't even look up the field. As soon as he tucks that ball, he almost never. As soon as he has to pull a second move in the backfield, yeah. like he can dodge one, mm-hmm. but as soon as a second move, unless it's like that Oakland game where he threw with one eye because it just happened to open up that Darren Fells was open. That was still beautiful that he couldn't see somehow <laughs> because of one eye. I heard, Sorry. except for in that case, yeah, I think you're right. When Watson pulls it down, he's running, and he's dangerous when he runs. He can make a lot of shit happen, and he's tough as hell. But Mahomes, when he's running around, he can literally throw it any split second, and it won't come from any angle you expect. No, he, I, I'm waiting for him to granny throw it at one time, like softball pitch it, yep. and still fucking like, like, strike it 70 yards down the field. I just think of like the Uncle Rico, like the. Yeah, he looks like Uncle Rico throwing, but actually does what Uncle Rico <laughs> claims he could do. See the mountains? 
that I could throw over him. Coach put me in for a quarter wheel with one state. My, uh, could have threw a damn three quarters of a mile. <laughs> my person on the Titans has got to be Tannehill. I think. Yeah. Just Obviously, don't mess we know it up Henry. Yeah. And do the clutch plays that you need. Because he's good at these clutch plays to A.J. Brown for a first down or Adam Humphreys or whoever. I think he'll need to do more than just. You think he's going to actually. Two or three. Have to quarterback? Pl- yeah. I, I think, think he will. I think he's. These are smart and locked not, down on Henry. Yeah. Not because Henry won't be able to do well. Uh-huh. I just think if. But they're going to. If they're smart, they're going to lock down on him. Yeah. It's just going to be what, what tempo wins the game. Is it going to be the Chiefs? Fast, 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 fast with as many plays as you can. Doesn't matter if they're good or, or not. The Titans keep or, the Chiefs off the field and let Derrick Henry grind it out while and it's Ryan gonna, Tannehill dinks and dunks. It's going to be in Arrowhead. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be. Probably the worst the weather. I think uh, the better. The, it helps I think the, the weather's Titans. not going to be great this weekend. It's going to be cold. To be, for sure. It's definitely going to be cold. To that be sucks. Fair. Sorry, that sucks oh, getting hit when it's cold. Yeah. Well, it sucks hitting a running back. Like that's a, what I'm like saying. That's that's accident. what I'm getting at. Every yeah, time like, to be uh, to yeah. just get hit by Henry and Derrick Henry already over. hurts to get hit by over. Um, oh, man, it's cold right now. Yeah. Um, and another factor: know. the last time the Titans were in a playoff game in Arrowhead was the infamous game where Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown pass to himself, and they won and went on to the next round. So I mean, it and it was wild in that game so at Arrowhead. Are we picking scores for this as well? I will say this: just, I don't know if this is going to influence you. Sunday in Kansas City, it's going to be sunny, clear skies, high of twenty-four, low of six. <laughs> that bodes well for the Titans. So let's go our picks, same as the last game. Take our winner and the score. We'll start with Andrew. Go Ben, then me. Man, I really think it's gonna be. This is tough. This is a this is a little tougher. It feels like for me. Well, since you're not on mic, I guess you don't get to pick, Ricky. It's A B Z picks, not A B Z or picks. I'm saying it behind the scenes, you cuck. <laughs> then why do you even have a fucking microphone? <laughs> Executive producer Dick Savage can't get his own microphone working. You go ahead, Ben. I, I got to No, pick. no, no. Uh, you you got to pick. You got to pick it now. Uh, I'll go. go we can go ahead. I'll go Chiefs. Thirty-four. Is that right? Can that be a thirty-four? There can be anything, any but anything but one. Yeah, 34. Score, got me. Chiefs, 34. Titans. 27. Okay. Andrew? I'm picking my ass. <laughs> I say uh, Chiefs 31, Titans 22. I was kind of hard. I'm not, I was, I'm not near as confident about that score pick as I was with the, uh, the Packers We've all game. been waiting for. <laughs> so, obviously, bad weather is expected. That benefits the workhorse in Derrick Henry, the king of the – NFL rushing league. 
Logan Ryan's been a rock on that defense, inspiring them all. We we lock up the middle pretty great. We're, we stop every fourth down and goal line stand we face pretty much. And that for yeah, that fourth. Tannehill hasn't made mistakes on this beautiful run. Mike Vrabel knows how to inspire guys that are not expected to win. So for that reason, I'm going to take the Chiefs to <laughs> to win. In I'm going to steal your score, Ben. 34-27. Nice. That was that was well. Of played. course, listening to the uh, ABZ tradition of I'm quote unquote picking. The Chiefs, please, Gotta please let that, this work. Avoid that jinx. I picked the Titans 100 to zero. <laughs> oh, we're definitely gonna lose now. You've counteracted any voodoo I have. Yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna watch the game. I don't really care about the Titans. Yeah, I said it. Spoken in true Preds fashion. <laughs> More on that later. It's like turf four. <laughs> Titans turf four. All right, so. Uh, I'm, extre- I'm extremely okay. excited about both these games. Yeah. Even more excited that I don't have to work on Monday. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't give a shit. So. <laughs> I really just think the – I mean, <laughs> if anyone's listening. <laughs> I think the NFL is going to make it happen, a repeat of Super Bowl one. Chiefs-Packers. Okay. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, what we've all got picked. I'm so kind of yeah. banking on that. And we'll make a Super Bowl picks before the Super Bowl. So, also seeing as you know, we I think I went 0 for 4 the first wild card round. I don't know how well you guys did. I went two, two for four. I don't remember who all. Let's. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, we picked. I'm pretty sure oh, I picked the. All right. So in the wild card, Andrew picked the Bills, as did I. Ben t- picked I the, Texans. the Texans. Yeah. We all picked the Pats. Yep, good, 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 good job, us. Good job, us. Uh, we all picked the Saints. Good job, us. Good, another good job. We all picked Seattle. So, yeah. Oh, well, Me and sure. Andrew so got, I got one right. So I got you one got right. Two right. You got two. We got one. You got Texans and Seattle. We got Seattle one. Seattle one. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that was two yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, good job, guys. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, so I got two. Nice, cool. Thank you. Ricky's passing out pills. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so moving on from the only sport that matters, football, let's move to the sport that doesn't matter, but we have to talk about it for a bit because it is rocking the sports world right now. Uh, no. <laughs> What's your turn, Ricky? <laughs> yeah. Is this uh, ABZ Sports featuring Ricky, or is it rounds with Ricky in ABZ Sports? I think I could make it an entire show for me if I so chose to. Would you open your fucking mouth? No, I'm eating Tic Tacs. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Ricky can't drink because he's a terrible person, so <laughs> he has to eat Tic Tacs like they're candy. Well, like they're drinks. Um, the Houston Astros, uh, we touched on it back in a previous episode about them getting in trouble for stealing signs, allegedly. Well, it's no longer an allegation. It's been proven by the NFL. Or the NFL. The NFL got involved in this in investigation because the MLB went, we fucked up the steroids, so you all got to do this. <laughs> so you guys got this one right. Um, no, the MLB launched an investigation that confirmed that they went to ridiculous lengths to steal signs, uh, recording in the outfield, signaling it through a phone call to someone in the dugout who would then bang on a drum to 
say what kind of pitch it was. I'm pretty sure they had monitors in the yeah, dugout. They did. Too. Yeah, they And whoever's on the monitor would tell yeah. someone in the dugout to bang the drum or whatever. And there was a guy who was specifically designated to do that in the dugout. The guy that, like, sits next to the entrance yep. to the tunnel, it was him, which is so weird. Just chewing peanuts and cheating. But just casually um, cheating. Cheating a little. A little cheating. Yeah, just a little cheating. Nothing big. So the – MLB fined the Astros $5 million, suspended the general manager and the manager because baseball's dumb and it can't just be called a head coach. Yeah, i got to call them the managers. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Lanau, the general manager, and manager A.J. Hitch, they were uh, both suspended from baseball for a year, and the Astros went, yeah, bye. They just fired them right away. So that's insane. Then Red Sox manager Alex Cora – who was essentially the mastermind behind all of this, apparently, and is currently the manager for the Red Sox. Yeah, he was like the bench coach seasons. or whatever they call him. Yeah, them. he was like the end of the whatever. Mm-hmm. He has been – they have mutually parted ways, him and the Red Sox, for his involvement. Smart. Smart on the Red Sox. Yeah. And smart on him to just walk away and not fight it. Um, and then the Mets release the manager, Carlos Beltran, who was the end of the bench player on that Astros team for that, his involvement. That's probably the only one I have a problem with is because he was a player at the time and literally no other player is getting in trouble. I do have a problem with no other player getting in trouble. I'll agree with that. But Beltran was the most heavily involved player. Yeah, he, he, Allegedly. he was also the only Alleged, one. At, he was actually the only player mentioned in the report. So, yeah. <laughs> though, And just to make this shitstorm crazier – um, new allegations appeared today. Granted, they come from Twitter people, so Twitter. as we all know, Twitter is correct in every single way, and they have never been wrong about anything, so don't even question yeah, it. Not don't go too deep of. into it. <laughs> um, they are accusing, this is the tinfoil ABZ moment, um, Jose Altuve and other players, not yet named, of wearing wires or buzzers of some sort underneath their jersey that would signal what kind of pitch it was, which at first sounded like a bunch of hooey and Twitter nonsense. It sounds it really sound, out there. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's like people thinking microchips are in the balls. That exactly, sounds yeah. less ridiculous than this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, they had like what a fucking bop it on their That'd shoulder like a heart, or something, like a heart sensor yeah, with like a like just kind of buzzed them or some something? type of. And they wore it on the. That, Listen, so naturally, they were already cheating. Why do you have to make exactly, it ridiculous? Yeah. So naturally, we believe it happened. Then. Well, I didn't. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, wait, wait for it. But wait for now, it. there has been new. I'll call it circumstantial evidence in a court of law, which in reality means, oh fuck, they probably did it. Jose Altuve in the postgame interview after he hits off, hits the walk-off home run in the 2017 World Series, which they're thinking about stripping the Astros of an. Maybe not awarding to the Dodgers, but definitely stripping the Astros, which I don't disagree with personally. I like it. Um, I think it's the only way to get it right. But they – he hit the walk-off home run, obviously. And in the footage, you see him, like, telling his teammates, don't rip off my jersey, like, just kind of, like, don't do it. And he's, like, grabbing right here and just kind of doing this. It's whatever. You don't really think too much about it, but you're going to ask about it because it's an interesting thing to do in a walk-off situation for the World Series of the first title of a franchise. And he says, oh, no, I, I watched the video. He's like, oh, I'm too shy. First he says, what did you say? Like he didn't hear the question. Yeah. He clearly did. He needed to think of an answer yeah, quick. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Why did I do that? Wait, what? What What do you think I'm doing? Uh-huh. What, what is it? Uh, he goes, oh, no, uh, I'm, I'm shy. I, I'm just real shy. My wife would kill me. 
That's what he says, which is a weird answer, especially when you compare it to literally thousands of pictures of him in walk-off situations, just ripping his shirt off and having it torn off, seeing everything. He's a good-looking dude, by the way. Shout-out to Hota Altuve. He's got a nice bod. Why would you not want your shirt ripped off? Why are you shy? And, like, look at Jose Altuve and his alleged shyness. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, they fucking did it. Oh, my God. This is what – what are you doing, Houston Astros? So, yeah, that's a dumb baseball news. Any thoughts, guys? Yeah. I want everyone out of the game permanently. Just the entire baseball is gone? Every Everyone <laughs> – Literally every single There's person. There's no teams anymore. No, every, the every, Yankees every don't person, exist. Every, <laughs> every person that was uh, a part of the cheating, I want them out forever. Yeah. Pete I, Rose is still banned for life for everything. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, all jokes aside, I do think everyone on the I Astros think, organization, and that even if they're not with them now, whoever was involved in this deserves every punishment. It, Lifetime is, band, yeah. it is pretty unfortunate that the and managers are – players have an excuse because there's no way you didn't know if the leader of the team knew. If yeah. Jose Altuve knew, everyone knew. I could, yeah. And if you knew what a fucking drum meant for signs, then everyone fucking knew. I'm not saying... The only tough thing is where it comes to the players. Yeah. I think everyone upper management, gone. Every, everyone. 100%. Which they are. The manager and general manager are gone. I, so. I want every win. I think assistant coaches, anyone involved with it. You got to complicit. You, every, I want it all gone. You've you've got to you've got to strip oh, them. Let's burn the whole fucking oh. thing, says Andrew. <laughs> you've got to strip them of that title for sure. I think I strip them. I I almost think maybe award it to the Dodgers, but to your point, they did win away as well. Yeah, so. it's hard to it's hard to award it to another team. It's just sort I, of I like feel weird about that yeah, proposition. You just got to take it away, kind of like when Louisville lost their twenty thirteen. Kind of like when Reggie Bush lost his Heisman. Yeah, like when Young said yeah. he didn't want the because yeah. he was the runner up. So you know, it's just like one of those. It's just like one of those years. Instead of there being a winner, there's just a big old asterisk (laughs) and no name or anything like that. Though also, in relation to that Reggie Bush one, Reggie Bush wasn't cheating. He was just taking money. Yeah, it had nothing to do with his. He was clearly the best player in the country. Yeah, shout out Reggie Bush. You were robbed on that. I always kind of liked Reggie Bush. I always did. He got robbed. He just got his mama a house. Yeah. Can't hate on you know I don't yeah. I don't I don't begrudge I like anybody Reggie. for that. Yeah. He's yeah. unstoppable. And also fuck Madden. the NCAA, <laughs> which leads me into the LSU Bayou Bengal Tigers won the national title game uh, this past week against Clemson. Probably the, the best single season ever from like a team just in for general. college football. Yeah, for yeah. college football. I have to say first fifteen and O team yeah. in history because they and they did it by beating everyone they were supposed to in the lower teams and. Convincingly beating all the top teams. They had a impressive resume. Yeah, they they were the clear cut number one, and this is the one that feels right. And Clemson put up a hell of a first half. Yeah, especially, yeah that first <laughs> half, I was like, I was like, oh man, it's like, oh, he's gonna choke this away, just because. And then they stepped on. Clemson had been there before, you know. Yeah, stepped on their throat in the second half. Um, and I I love the game. I bet on LSU to win a long time ago. Yeah, you, uh, you, uh, you had a, you had, you had a pretty good, that was pretty nice for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially uh, a post, post tooth. The removal. Iron Bank yeah. got a little more solid <laughs> it was. with that win. Um, no, Joe Burrow played out of his mind. He, he really, man, st- yeah. He, he just is something else. That first, he, like, quarter, he was looking a little, he looked yeah. a little shaky. Second quarter, he looked great. Yeah. Then he got hurt at the end of the first half. And he looked a little shaky the first couple of plays of the second half, and then 
Yeah, I think he, he was turned a little into Bayou Joe. That halftime yeah. was like it felt it was for halftime took. It forever. was yeah. well, it was it a did. twenty plus minute halftime. Yeah, his national. Time. And it then like you the saw him before it's before like they he was the first one back out and he had to go out there get on that bike. He's you know he got stiff back there. He is a an LSU legend forever though. Oh yeah, and that we were just talking about that picture of him with the cigar. Cigars on the couch. One of the most bad Hello Joe Namath. Like oh yeah, that's what it gave reminded me of. I like Joe Burrow. If he goes um, to the Bengals, I'm just going to get a fat head to stick on the wall of him smoking that Are cigar. you going to actually support him <laughs> if he goes to the Bengals? Oh, yeah. I've got, oh, yeah, no doubt. I'll, I'll support anybody that goes to the Bengals. I, I, I took up for Bontez perfect forever. He's a thug. Oh, that, that's, I, don't mean that's, that, I don't mean that race shiss either. Well, <laughs> no one was thinking it until you said it. But <laughs> well, didn't no, didn't, didn't a coach just get in trouble for that? Uh, yeah, but I think if it's Vontez Perfect, we all know what you're fucking talking oh, about. Well, the dirty, too late. Now I'm One of the racist. dirtiest. <laughs> ben is racist. Great. That's the, that's the episode title. Mark it. Now I made it racist. <laughs> now I made that's, it that's racist. It. Oh, man, we're going to get some clicks on this. Oh, episode 10, we had to do it big. Click blade. All, <laughs> click blade. All, 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 click blade. All the white parents like, when's it get racist? <laughs> Anyways, let's try to veer out of this somehow. Um, Joe Burrow is the clear-cut number one. Yes. I think we all agree. But Actually, is he the Bengals number one? Yeah, as we talked about earlier, I think the only way he's not drafted by the Bengals, it was either the GM or someone on the Bengals already said he checks, certainly checks a lot of boxes for them. But only well, yeah, way I mean, yeah, he checks the box for everyone. He's no team is going to pass on him, and I think the only reason no, they're smart, only way the Bengals don't take him is if they get a buttload of picks. Uh, uh, and unfortunately, there's no way to really know who's your quarterback until you get more pieces around him too. Because Lord knows that's they need also more than a just fair a quarterback. point. I mean, to be fair to Burrow, he he could be a great. I, I think he will be a great player in the NFL. But if he went to the Bengals and they don't have enough picks to build safety around him, the worst offensive line in football, uh, worst defensive line in football, worst defense in football. If you don't have the pieces around him, how – I mean, he can still do great and you lose every game still. Yeah, he might need a little time because, like, the last I read from, like, a local Cincinnati article is they're probably going to take Joe Burrow number one, then their next pick is 33, the first pick of the second round, and then it's looking like they're going to take a defensive player. Two, two funny things about if the Bengals do take him – if he keeps number nine, the quarterbacks in the AFC North will be six, seven, eight, nine, and then all, huh. all three quarterbacks will have been drafted in the first round, and then you have two-time Super Bowl winner Roethlisberger. That's pretty cool. Huh. Interesting yeah. stat there. That, wow, look at the Iron Bank going into the reserves. Oh yeah. Some, some found a safety inter- deposit box in- somewhere. Interesting, interesting thoughts. Well, yeah. I mean, the only way they don't take Burrow, though, let's entertain this for a second because let's take away the whole they take Burrow thing. They have to trade for – they if they're smart, which huh, the Bengals, they have to trade for a ton of first-round picks to make up for it because he is worth at least two first-round picks and maybe a second and a – Later round, third uh, or fourth. I mean, especially to some of these like real needy teams. It would the Dolphins. On, <laughs> it depend on how far they move back. You got to think. What did the? I mean, I, the Bears. I don't think you can fall out of the top five. I don't think you can do that. But the Bears traded uh, away Bears. what a first, a second, and swapped firsts to move to from move third up, to, to two. Yeah, was to move that up what it one was? spot. Yeah. So that's to, to get Mitch Trubisky. Either way, how like a true terrible it was. Guy. That kind of shows. <laughs> At least a little bit. They they need more than that though. From the 49ers. But it's who were also the Joey Bengals, as we all know. The fucking Redskins traded the whole fucking organization to go up to two to get Robert Griffin. 
which didn't work out because of injuries. And yeah, he was having a really good until he. So no team is going to give the farm any more for it. Because of those two examples, they traded too much. I would need. That's what I would want, though. That's I think that's, that's the what I want, though. But I think the realistic way you get it is two first rounds, Dolphins. So you get the fifth pick and whatever the Steelers pick is. You get a second round. So that's three picks already, and then you you get a fourth or fifth round. But it's not really. You said how many picks? That's four total. Two they, first rounds, a second, and a late round. Fourth or fifth. It was really only gaining three picks, though, because they're swapping the first. Yeah, because they had to swap the first yeah, and but, first and fifth. So you're but. still gaining three picks, though, and but you're also getting two first rounders. That's the key. I would want more. But you've only got one first round right now. So you still have all your picks. It's, it's tough, too, because they, they just need so much. If they would have traded A.J. Green, they could have solved this. To be honest, I agree. With I think that. yeah, if they, they would have traded multiple first, imagine rounds. if they traded him. They were offered they multiple could, first rounds. Yeah, yeah. they should have fucking Blows taken it. AJ Green could yeah. maybe be on a playoff team, and they could maybe be building their team. Oh man, oh, the they're just gonna they're oh, gonna keep Andy Dalton and draft like a fucking fullback. Oh white brain. They're gonna go first over or like Jake Fromm or something. Oh god, please no. Oh god, I, I mean might. Jake Fromm will probably be a fine quarterback, but he is not. But just I mean, imagine ready sure, for I'm a sure first he'll round. be fine. Imagine if they but did great backup. Or he'll be great in the XFL. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Imagine if they did trade away Green though. Even if they only got one first late, round and a late a first. Round. Either just even one or the other, just a late first or I mean, an early second. You have to I'm saying they, they could have, but two. worst case scenarios, then you've still got. Do the Bengals this know is they such can a, trade picks? This is such a <laughs> heavy wide receiver draft. I don't think they're privy yeah, to that information. Really they is. could have sacrificed their only offense, not only offense, but find, main weapon. You can find wide receivers. DK Metcalf and AJ Brown were steals in this draft yeah. because no one yeah. had them rated high. And and the and the, now they're the two best rookie wide receivers in the class. Especially I mean, because this is a stacked wide receiver draft. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's so heavy. I mean, even last All year. All the LSU receivers coming out. I yeah. mean, the Ravens got Boykin and Brown. Yeah. Brown wasn't even the first round. Which is insane yeah. if you watch him at Oklahoma. Yeah. Plus, all the D.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma is coming out of this. Yep. Year. You should look for uh, Boykin. That's all close. I heard last year is how Boykin to look out for him. I drafted him in one of our fantasy leagues. Yeah. He never did much. Don't worry. I got Brown. It's cool. Yeah. Keeper but, league. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hang on to Boykin. I'm looking for him to get better. But moving, moving on from terrible organizational decisions, let's move to terrible personal decisions. Still sticking on LSU. Odell Beckham Jr.'s at it again, y'all. He. Uh, congratulations to the LSU Tigers and OBJ as a former Tiger. Congratulations to him being excited on the win, and it was in New Orleans, and I'm sure he was having a great old time at the game, as he should. Yes. And he was excited for the receivers who he's probably worked out with in off seasons. He's their boys. He's trying to, you know, coach them up for the NFL, all this. Although I don't know that I'd listen to OBJ about handling things in the NFL if I was them. But I get it. He's one of the most decorated receivers. He likes them. They're the first national title team in over a decade. Yep. Cool. Celebrate with your boys. All four titles in Ellis at uh, the same city, though. They've won all four titles in New Orleans. Is that true? Yep. Well, Every single one. Don't I, tell me there's not I home field advantage for the Bayou Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I bet it was insane there. Oh, yeah. Um, but L- OBJ goes down on the field. He was feeling himself and decides to dap up a couple of the LSU receivers. There's boys. Yeah. 
with stacks of hundreds. A couple hundred dollar handshakes. <laughs> like thousand dollar handshakes. Try that because it seen, was multiples. I haven't seen an actual picture or like video of. Oh my God, Andrew! It was. Well, uh, you, you all keep it's talking. It's not like it's like two or three hundred bucks. So like no, it's, it's like, like a stack. Can, okay. Like you can see, it it's wasn't a subtle either. Stack. <laughs> it was not subtle. It's a thousand dollars. I'm I'm just gonna say that right now. Like it's a thousand dollars minimum per. And that. that's also you know they're hundreds. I guarantee they were new hundreds. Oh, how brand- thin you know he new he, bills are. You know like, he went to the bank in Cleveland before he took a fight, or he might have been up in uh, New York. Where he, I think to. he lives in New York, but he, he he hit the bank before he went down to New Orleans. Yeah, he, he fucking hit the ATM. He's got NFL money. He can. Yeah. He, it's not Kevin Hart. He's not like the way my bank account set up. It literally. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's tell me those aren't real hundreds. So LSU obviously came out before this good of footage was released and said there it was fake it was money, fake. it was monopoly money, whatever. It was that a sounds gag. like OBJ handing out fake money. Which I get it. Like you got to save face with anything because boy did that look bad. But here's the thing: I don't have a problem with him handing out stacks of money to college football players. As everyone knows, I am fully in support of paying players. Wait till the locker room, man. When there's not camera, it's on national. It's in. The huddle. You know that there's cameras ever. It's on ESPN. There's literally a guy with a CNN mic next to him when he does it. Like interviewing yeah. the guys. And those poor kids. I mean, those kids are probably going to NFL anyway, so they don't have to worry about it. But, man, LSU did, had the perfect season. Didn't have to worry about oh, any no. scandals. Not a, not a single one all season. Oh. Uh, they had the he most this. heartwarming story in Joe Burrow and the most overwhelming Heisman ever. It's like, can you just imagine being LSU like damage control? Just like, really, man? Like, come on, man! You couldn't even lie and just say they were fake because he laughed about it. And then Joe oh yeah, Burrow Joe Burrow goes, on the podcast was asked on a Barstool's park yeah. podcast podcast was asked if he was handy. He's like, well, I'm not a college player anymore, so yeah, yeah. it was real. <laughs> he he just, didn't even go. Doesn't even. Try. He couldn't even deflect, which that would have been nice for a. Uh, for LSU, for them to deflect, like yeah, that. He, he was talking about on national TV. He was handing out racks in front of twenty five point two million viewers, oh, and that's just the uh, you know the overnight just views the, haven't yeah, even just come the in. Over, the people yeah. that streamed it later haven't even come in yet. Yep. It probably over over thirty million, I'd say. Oh, people yeah. watch that. Oh yeah, just Jesus Christ. I mean, I love your talent, OBJ. Sometimes your personality makes me giggle. I love LSU. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you idiot. You drunken idiot. It's amazing. Well, How did he get on the field? Like that OBJ. far on the field. Oh, he's OBJ. I think, I, think he, they gave, I think they gave him credentials. He's apparently he was, trying to sell the cleats he gave the LSU players. He was like trying to resell them for a million dollars. Or that was a rumor I heard. Hmm. I'm like, wow. I'm not sure I'd be totally surprised. but you never know. Maybe that was just a fun rumor. But I'm not surprised in this event at all. No. Are we surprised at who it is? No, I mean, I will say this: I've seen a lot of people. If it had been like Jarvis Lange, I'd be like, really? Yeah, I don't really know what the NCAA is going to do, though. I don't really know either. They're definitely investigating. I mean, it's clear cut, but technically, it's at the end of the season. Like, it was literally after the last action, but it's literally on the field. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) But there's there's no way that. There has to be some run over time, and according to the NCAA of... Yeah, well, I guess I it gets down to how long are these kids technically amateur athletes under the NCAA? Because they'd already been awarded the trophy and everything at that point. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, because what at what point are they still college athletes? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. When I, does the contract run out? Does it run out on the last play after you get the the award? I think until you. Or does it go until your school's over? I, until you leave or your school's over, I think you're, you know, you're affiliated with that like affiliated with that school. But at the same time, there's tons of NFL players that as soon as their last football game is over, they don't go to another class. They're done. They move yeah. away. They I just train all. They train until the draft. That is true. But that, that's, that's I a, mean, they probably. They might do online stuff though. That's just sets that just nowadays to me to overlook something like that was set a dangerous precedent as well. Well, I mean, you know, you look at one and done in basketball. It's the I mean, same I mean, same, I mean, same difference. Same I wouldn't, I, wouldn't same look, I, I wouldn't look at it any different if it was a basketball either. Yeah, I I just don't know. I I, I don't know what I think. Like I, I maybe it's once that season's over because if we're being honest, like these kids, most of them aren't brought up in for education. Some of them aren't, and it's great that they get it. Most of them are brought in. This is a, to an academy to that get ready for the next level. This is how they change their or future. And at least the ones futures. that we're talking about. They have They're it. coming in, yeah, to change their entire future <laughs> through a sport. Not, you know, if it brings them opportunities and they use their school for it. Have bully. a chance to cool. generate generational wealth. wealth yeah. 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 Which, more power to them. We, we support that. But Except for Ricky. He fucking hates it. <laughs> He's the real racist. <laughs> but I'm gonna take that out. Um but let's move on from NCAA law breaking to actual law breaking. Oh yeah. Old uh, Julian Edelman, I got the scoop. Yeah, well, what, on what this. happened? Give us the latest scoop on old Edelman. So he was in Beverly Hills um Beverly in a restaurant. Hills. The Canna Cantina Frida, I guess. I don't know, but uh, after he had uh, left there, he, I guess he was feeling pretty good. He'd had some drinks, according to the officers, and around nine uh, nine p.m. that night, allegedly, the, allegedly, around nine p.m. that night, they found him on top of a Mercedes, jumping up on it. Didn't damage it bad, but you know, did some dent work. Obviously, he's a you know a decent sized guy, a thick boy, well, thick you, you boy. Can Car hoods, pretty uh, yeah, but he was up jumping around on that. I mean, nothing too like you know egregious. He wasn't, I guess, but they bro, he was just jumping on a fucking car. Yeah, what, some kind of knock. Sorry, he was out sorry. having a I'm good time. I presumably with the boys. I doubt he was out by himself. Yeah, I mean, you also got to think. When's the last time? I have babies with the boys. When's the last time before the AFC Championship game? The Titans were the in the Patriots. off season. Oh That's yeah, what I meant. sorry. Uh, the Titans every every day. <laughs> all the time. Uh, no, the they've been, they've been now for two weeks now. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, almost two weeks. Yeah, so that'd be two weeks. This not weekend. not normal for, for them up in New England. No, I mean, I'm sure. I doubt there'll even be charges brought against him. Maybe like a PI. If that, disorderly, in, if that. It was in Boston, though, right? No, it was in Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. 2%. Nice. Uh, DJ Dick Savage has just shown a fantastic meme of the Titans' chance to make the Super Bowl 2%. <laughs> or it's a, it's a projection by an expert, which it's fine. Fine. I mean. So you're uh, telling me there's a chance. There's a, <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Well, I think there's a. 27% chance it's Packers Chiefs hmm. according to ESPN hmm. well then alrighty then um, but yeah. back to uh, back to people not making the Super Bowl for sure well the I think um, the, uh, yeah so I mean like I said nothing too crazy I think the best thing about this whole uh, Edelman event is that this is 
less than 24 hours <laughs> oh, yeah. after Julian Edelman was awarded the Ed Block Courage Award. And if you don't know what that is, because I didn't know what it was, it is an honor bestowed annually upon a player who best exemplifies the principles of courage and sportsmanship while also serving as a source of inspiration. They give one, they give it to each one person on each team. Go Pats. And that's just perfect. He gets the award. I know he knew he got the award. I highly doubt he was celebrating because he got that. What though. if he was? Already. What if Julian Edelman goes that hard? Fuck yeah, I'm so cool. I'm such a good person. <laughs> fuck this. I like to think that he was actually saying fuck the capitalistic pigs and the bourgeois, and Julian Edelman is confirmed communist for the people. Yeah. Fuck just... this car in particular. Yep. Mercedes Benz. Not on my watch. Nope. Not on my diamond encrusted watch. <laughs> We're a Jaguar family around here. <laughs> British made. <laughs> oh, say it in the mic. Sorry, could you say it on the mic, <laughs> sir? Jokes are always better the second time. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say it on the mic. It <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, say it There's a reason I say it, it behind production. What? 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 Say it. What was the joke? You fucking idiot. I'm sober now, man. This sucks. I forgot. Sounds like Ricky's going to suck. As me, and, <laughs> as me and Zach suck back our boog lights. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. yeah I, think we I thought you said boog lights. Oh, no. Boog, boog lights. Like, I mean, you can say anything. We're not. Boog lights. No. I mean, I wish you had said boog lights. That's true. You know? Second or second minute. Uh, no, nope, not Second Amendment at all. <laughs> no, but I know, that's, that's, that's what I was saying. I started to say Second Amendment. Like, no, huh. you didn't start to. You said Second Amendment. Yeah, and then I go, huh, Second Amendment. Now you can you listen to the playback. It's fine. I also want to say. And don't say that. That, uh, let's see, Antonio Brown now no oh, longer yeah. has an agent. Man, took, took that uh, new Instagram Live video where he is screaming at the cops again. Yeah. And screaming at his children and mother of his children. <laughs> Man. Did you see that, Rick? Yeah. Yeah. Even even Ricky sees it. <laughs> Did I can't recall his agent's name. Drew Rosenhaus. Rosenhaus the most infamous it, yeah. agent ever. I know. Rosenhaus said that the NFL would like to work with him again after he seeks help. If Rosenhaus is out... Wow. Did, yeah. did, now did, did he fire him or did he quit? Like, I ain't oh, doing it, this no I more. I think they... He probably just mutually parted It says parted Drew Rosenhaus conditionally terminated his relationship with Antonio Brown. So that's Rosenhaus walking away. That's per, basically He's a free agent away. wide receiver, seeks counsel per an NFLPA source. Rosenhaus wrote in the letter that he – oh, no, that the NFLPA received today that he would like to work with Brown, but not until he first gets help. So that to me says he's obviously been trying to advise him not to be doing this dumbass well, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Why he's, would and he? he's not listening well, no, at all. Antonio Brown, something's up with him. I don't know what it is, but he's crazy for one reason or another. It's extremely narcissistic, just for baseline, just for baseline starters. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, even back before all this craziness, he did have a rap in college and high school of being just wild and about a b, yeah. but. I, I, it's definitely gotten worse the more famous he's gotten. It uh, makes after he got paid makes Keekly, maybe after he got knocked Keekly, the fuck out. Makes Keekly's uh, retirement decision a lot easier seeing what CT is when yeah. he can still have. A yeah. Well, and Keekly's had injury issues. Oh anyways, yeah, but he, he just it, always comes back. His stats are still insane. Oh yeah, and he's got like Ray Lewis like stats in like 
50 eight. less games or yeah. something. Yeah, and he'll play like eight years. Yeah. He'll still probably go to the Hall of Fame. He's like, they were a good he won't eight be years. first ballot, but he just Yeah, I doubt he'll be I doubt he'll be first ballot just because of the longevity. They do take that into consideration. But they usually go like 10 years minimum. But I think Keekly could make He it has to be, in, in my opinion. Yeah. He's a, a, like every leading stat for the Panthers in franchise history. And and I don't think anyone's catching up anytime he's a soon. Pro Bowl player. All pro. Or all uh, pro player like pro seven bowl, years. Uh, pro Bowl seven every, out of eight years. And the only year he was snuffed was his first. First year where he won defensive rookie player of the year. Yeah, he was, I think he sense. was. I think he was defensive player back to back years. Too. He has. He's at least got one of them, and he's been All Pro three years. I think, yeah. which is ridiculous. All Pro is so fucking because that's the one that matters. That's the mm-hmm. one that's voted on by people who know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, good luck. Oh, Antonio Gates officially retired oh, yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> till Hunter Henry gets hurt again. Yeah. Well, he didn't come back this year, though, and Hunter Henry was hurt for the first eight games of the season. I think if the Chargers had made the playoffs and Henry had been injured, then he would have come back yeah. for a playoff run. But um, I mean, Great the, careers, though. Great he, careers yeah, for those I, two. He's the touchdown leader in, for tight ends, he's I think. He's the goat tight end touchdowner. Larry Fitzgerald also oh, yeah, he's said he's back. coming back. One year, eleven. I'm kind of happy about that. I want Fitz to just have a good year, and Kyler Murray might be really good next year. He It'll help a lot him most. It, yeah, yeah, I think that's why they want him back more than anything. Yeah. It's like, man, he needs the, the help. Just like, come on, man, show this well, kid they, some love. It's the second year for Kingsbury, so they can actually draft people. Yeah, they can actually get an offensive line. Kyler yeah, Murray didn't have bad stats. He did not do. No. He, he was the AJ most. Brown is still my rookie of the year, but he was the most sacked quarterback. So if you can get that number down, his his numbers will would have been. But he also better. had one of the bottom one five of, worst yeah. lines. One of lines, and they still pulled it together. They yeah, they need to they need to invest in that but line. Pretty heavy. Let's uh, let's move on from our world of sports and let's let's get to this week's rounds with Ricky. Yeah. Who has a what's going on some in Ricky's stuff world? Going on. Ricky's, Ricky's world. world. Party oh. time. <laughs> Rick's world. Rick's world. Well, the Preds fired their head coach. Which uh, I believe Ricky called this. I did call this. Right before it happened, it, actually. Kind of I didn't, spoke it into existence. I yeah. didn't think it would happen this soon, but it sure as hell happened. I don't watch hockey as much, but how often does a team fire their coach with a winning record? Uh, the answer to that is no. Okay. <laughs> but, oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, lately, I mean, I, would, I really would not call it a winning record as of late, especially with LaViolette. But... I'm pretty sure that they had made this decision like right after the Winter Classic because that was just bad. But they didn't <laughs> want to tell him until after they got back from their away game like streak. Like a little stretch. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you don't want to fire a coach on the road while, while away, they're yeah. gone. Well, even in the general manager's press conference, he said that the Winter Classic was basically the breaking point. Yeah, they pretty much – they called the they called in the new guy like the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, the day of the press conference, he was like – he coached that night yeah <laughs> and i mean which is his wild. his first game as head coach they did lose but i would not blame that on him whatsoever he had that no time to talk to the team less than eight hours right and like they were still running off of laviolette's lines and oh, stuff yeah. like which Gross. like they got rid of the jofa line like it's not there anymore they completely split be, it up. You have the most hurt look in your eye right now. It's weird. I've never seen you be this passionate about anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, except for anime, but uh, yeah, that's a topic for Sasuke. Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> but totally, I, I, I totally, I yeah. totally get that joke. I know that reference. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, they've got I think three games 
three official games, in my opinion, under the new guy's belt. And they've been pretty damn good. We played... They looked good the other night, I thought. We played... Um, fuck. Boston and Winnipeg. Uh, back-to-back. We won both. The hey. Winnipeg one was intense. It was a one-goal game. Hey, hey. We scored one goal halfway through, the, halfway through the first period, and it stayed that way for the entire game. Oh, yeah. So you weren't on pins and needles or uh, anything? I, I don't think I sat down the whole game. <laughs> well, you never sat down. I know, but I was, like, standing with purpose. It was an intense <laughs> stand this time. This wasn't just normal standing. You meant to stand this time. But um, Savage's last stand. <laughs> <laughs> and then we played Edmonton on Tuesday, which we did lose, but a fun fact about that is Edmonton has not beat us at like their home since 2014. <laughs> so I I understand why they won because they were out for blood. They I was gonna say they were a little oh, yeah. little salty. They were they were desperate for that win. And I mean, all in all, good game from both sides. We good took skating two two. Yeah, it was it was a good game. We still lost, but tonight we play the Anaheim Ducks, which is arguably one of the worst teams in the NHL right now. Mm. And how you feeling about it? Uh, I feel like we're going to pull it off, especially because we've been really putting in work in the neutral zone, which is definitely something that we needed. Looks like, sounds like the leaders are finally stepping up again. Yes, and that was one of... Uh, Outside of Roman Yossi, who has been stepping up. Dude, that, that man is Yossi. the best player in the NHL. I don't care who says otherwise. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, spicy, <laughs> Hot spicy take. take. <laughs> but uh, Coach Hines really wanted them to work on neutral zone work and breaking out, which they have been doing a fantastic job of doing lately. And honestly, I really hope that we just destroy Anaheim tonight, which is also the last team that Laviolette played us against. And it was bad. <laughs> we lost bad. So, so let me ask you this, Rick. How's, uh, how's this treating your sobriety? <laughs> it's not fun. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky's taking a little break. From I, the, uh, I got wagon. like 120 days left of this because I'm, I'm going full sober till Hangout Fest. Mostly, then, uh, we we may have to get a new producer after the <laughs> festival season. I'm um, going full send on letting Savage back out. I have a serious question. What's going on with Vegas? I feel like they were just in like contention, like whenever they were founded, yeah, like two the first years year ago. They went to the cup. Yeah, they they the and now they fired their coach. I saw. Oh, shit, I, I didn't know what's know. going on. I, I have not heard anything about that. They actually, fired their yeah. coach this week. Yeah. Oh, really? For National Predator news, <laughs> yeah. not for anything else. <laughs> Well, I mean, we lost against Vegas last time, too. So, yeah. fuck Vegas. I'm glad yeah, they fired fuck their Vegas. coach. I hope the new coach is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> slut dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Rick and Morty's new season. I can't wait for the second half of that season. Oh, it's so it, it's been really good. I've enjoyed yeah. pretty much all the episodes. But I am. What day is it? I am nine days under my sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. You got it, bud. Yeah, you, whatever. Knights coach was fired Wednesday. If you don't, we won't judge you. <laughs> you will, but it'll be we'll it'll be behind you. the scenes. He'll roast you. No, <laughs> bro. If I was gonna judge you, I'd do it to your face. Well, I mean, like behind the scenes from the podcast. We're talking to an audience here. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. oh hey, you. <laughs> oh shit. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to our five audience members out there. Shout out Hunter Harlow. Hey. Shout out Ryan Saltzman. Shout out Stephen Corfidge. Shout out maybe JD Biddle. <laughs> shout out maybe Jesse Biddle. <laughs> shout out Thomas King. If anyone else listens, shout out my mom. I was I was wrong. <laughs> we have we have a possible seven audience member Uh-oh. out there. Yeah. Seven audience members. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Seven audience member. Seven audience member. Seven's per swat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, swat. 
But yeah, that's rounds with that's me. That's why you have to save these so you can clip these. <laughs> well, I need a bigger hard drive for that. Oh, yeah, I got to bring that. Ben, God damn it. <laughs> God Everyone, damn you, Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tweet at I've been king. That's I-V-E-B-E-N-K-I-N-G until he brings the hard drive to <laughs> well, so gonna, that we can actually gonna, back up these episodes. Yeah, well, I got a tear about I can bring you. We're 10 episodes in and none of these have been saved. So hopefully Spotify never crashes. Nah, they're cool. yeah. <laughs> or well, they're, they're probably on Anchor too, right? Hopefully Anchor never crashes. We love Anchor for sponsoring a few of our episodes. Please sponsor us again. Wouldn't that be funny if they all crashed? <laughs> <laughs> Dick, executive producer Dick Savage, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye. Rounds with Mickey. Rounds with Mickey. He doesn't represent all our viewpoints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys, any closing notes? Uh, follow, subscribe at ABZ Sports Pod across Twitter, yeah, across <laughs> all platforms. <laughs> Uh, Spotify, easiest way to find us. Anchor.fm, the other easiest way to find us where you can do free podcasts. Please sponsor us again, Anchor. Uh, I've been king at... What is your Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Zach, Z-A-C-H underscore C-W. And Ricky is at Ricky underscore Minaj. Ricky with an E. R-E. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> R I C K E Y underscore Minaj. You know how to spell Minaj because of Nikki. And, and I'm in person. Andrew, so uh, you guys can, you can see find me whatever you want. The bar. Yep. Or at the studio. Yep. For personal reasons, we will not reveal which of those it is, though you all know. <laughs> <laughs> We've said too much, but not enough. All right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, tighten up. Go pack. The Bengals are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What a perfect fucking ending. I hope you got it. Reminder, Ben's racist comments do not represent ABZ Sports. <laughs>